1: Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman.
2: And I'm Lauren Mishkon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back
1: to you on the results. And on Friday, we're back in the studio to explore more of the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, emails from our wonderful listeners and the Self-Care Book Club. Welcome back to Self-Care Club. Wellness, road tested,
2: the epilogue show. Hi, welcome to Friday's Epilogue Show, where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of journaling. Now, journaling is making a huge comeback. I think it's made a huge
1: comeback. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to throw you off, I was bantering. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. Before we jump in, yeah, there is something I'd like to say. Yeah. I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone that's written us a review oh, on Apple Podcasts yeah. because they really do make my heart sing. We have had some beautiful reviews. We we really, really have. And so I know we often say at the end of the show, but if someone doesn't listen to the whole show, yeah. which I often don't, just on podcasts, I just wanted to bring it here at the very beginning to say thank you. The reviews on Apple mean the world to us. We love reading them. And if any of you listening that haven't written us a review, please feel free to go and write one. And actually, we've had so many lovely ones, we thought we could read a couple of them out. Shall I read you one from last week? Yeah. It was
2: entitled Absolute Angels. Oh, I found this podcast one day a few months ago, and since then, it's completely changed my life. I love how both the girls are so down to earth and so open with us, the listeners. After listening to an episode, I always feel so much better. 100% recommended to anyone and everyone.
1: Oh, do we know who wrote that? Erin, Erin, thank Erin. you, Erin, Erin. Thank you. That honestly, I get so touched by these. So sweet. And
2: then we had another one from someone called Pliers One. She said, "The best!" Well,
1: exclamation, exclamation mark. Could have been a he. It could have been a he. Quite right. And also, Pliers. I'm guessing it's a surname. Well, yeah, yeah, or maybe
2: something to do with their hobbies, or maybe they are a handyman, woman, plumber. Yeah, we don't know. It's- very mysterious. Anyway, they said, discovered this podcast a couple of months ago, which means I've been able to listen to one episode per day, dreading the day when I catch <laughs> up completely, as it means waiting three or four days for a new one.
1: Thank you, Lauren and Nicole. I've been recommending to whomever will listen. Have you noticed that people call us Lauren and Nicole? Not Nicole and Lauren, like Ant and Deck? You would never say Deck and Ant. You would never say Deck and Ant. So are we now Lauren and Nicole? I Is don't know. You would stone? never say Susanna and Trini. That, exactly. Yeah. So is that what's happened, do you think? I always think it's alphabetical. Oh. Trini and Susanna, no. No. Anton Deck,
2: yes. Lauren and Nicole, yes. I don't know. and Wise, yes. Yes. Any other duos? I always notice it with a husband and wife thing. That like, if you're friends with a husband, you'd use his name first. But if you're friends with a wife, you'd use her name first. Lauren and Ollie. Right. Wouldn't you say? Is that true of your friends? I'm thinking.
1: Sarah and Paul. Yeah. Donna and Ben, yeah, Yeah. Lauren Dean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
2: It's always like the friend gets
1: the first. We have one couple Mm. where we're friends with both, and both of us Mm. are independently friendly. Like I'm independently friendly with the husband Mm. and the wife, Mm. as is Adam with the wife and husband. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why would Adam and Mandy, Mandy and Adam, but which does he say? Does he say it the opposite way around? I I would say either. I would say either way
2: okay what would you say about me and adam i'd always say nicole and adam would you not but, adam and Nicole? no i wouldn't that would be very weird it wouldn't be that <laughs> it
1: wouldn't be that weird <laughs> it would feel unnatural yeah to me anyway yeah should we get on with journaling yes i think we probably should <laughs> <laughs> the reason that we're here yeah and the reason that pliers is listening to yeah. us yeah um have you done it since no no have you no are you going to go back to I feel to really guilty it? about not doing it as do well. You? Yeah, you? Because I really enjoyed it that once that I did it. It gave me a lot of clarity and peace. And when, on, when the, Hang on. but
2: When that happens with things that I do out, and I say to you, but I really enjoyed it. And then you go, but you really enjoyed it and you got a lot out of it, but you wouldn't do it again. Right. So I'm saying the same to you, but you wouldn't do it again. I would do it again. Okay. But you just haven't.
1: Yeah, I just haven't. Okay. I am open I'm very open. open to it. Okay. That's fine, isn't it? Absolutely. I'm allowed to do it whenever I like. I feel not so open. Why?
2: I just don't it want doesn't to hurt do it.
1: anybody. It doesn't cost
2: any money. I just don't want to. I just feel like it's another thing i have to spend time doing and i don't wish to spend that time doing it well i did ask this on
1: instagram yes um any thoughts on journaling and what do you get from journaling yeah um and a few people did say it's just another bloody thing to do Mm. um we had quite a few different responses actually Mm -hmm. jennifer says it helps her to process her day and to incorporate her gratitude practice interesting which i thought was lovely well that
2: was what i ended up
1: doing because i couldn't bear the journaling
2: so i just changed it to a gratitude practice
1: Holly says it helps her understand how she's feeling. Mm-hmm. Joey says she decided to start the healthy habit, but she's struggling to see the point. Okay. Joey, that could also be a he. Yeah. So I apologize. It's not, not sure. doing much for them, basically. Rachel says it sounds lazy, but I just don't have the time. Doesn't mm. sound lazy. No. It sounds like you're busy. And Ellie says it helps her to release any bad energy. Okay. Daisy says she starts with good intentions, but she can't be bothered. Fair enough. So I think there is a, like, across the board.
2: Journaling situation. Gabby Bernstein has something to say about journaling. She says, put your rage on the page. Ooh. Now, let's discuss Gabby Bernstein for a minute. I don't know anything about her, so I cannot even be a part of a conversation about her.
1: Well, I've read all her books. Okay. I've listened to her podcast. Oh, well, you know a lot more. I than do I know a lot. Like, I follow yeah. her work. Yeah. I really do. I'm a big follower of her yeah. work. And I really like the content that she delivers. And mm-hmm. she always makes me feel better. And when I listen, I listen to her books, mm-hmm. I feel enlightened. Mm-hmm. And on, honestly, I think it's brilliant. Okay. I find her so annoying. Oh. Well, when I find her disingenuous. When I, she talks. No, I like the sound of her voice. It's really odd. Like, I really like the sound of her voice. I like looking at her, like watching her, like listening to her. really like the content. Mm. there's something about her that really winds me up so you have got the same problem with Gabby Bernstein that I have
2: got with Glennon is it the same? I think it's the same
1: anyway I asked on Instagram if you journaled yeah do you want to have a guess? I was really surprised at this I'm going like (laughs) less than let me give you the options of what I said oh okay Uh, yes I love it and no never
2: I'm going like 60 40, 60 don't and 40 do. Yes. Is that right? Is that it? So in annoyed. the ballpark. It's so
1: annoying. Don't be annoyed that I'm always right because we're going <laughs> to do that week. <laughs> so we were discussing yesterday. We were going through the next couple of months of shows, weren't we? Yeah. And I put on the list let go of being right yeah. as a practice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Let's discuss what you said about that. I said, it's going to be a struggle because the thing is, I am always right. (laughs) And I said, you're going to have problems with that week then, aren't you? And
2: you said. I said, it's not because I always feel like my opinion's right. It's because I feel like I trust my judgment and I make good decisions. Yeah. And they right. And I burst
1: and out right. laughing. And I you were like, really what? Know why. <laughs> that's really <laughs> <What>? measured. I'm <laughs> like, well, that week is going to be a very interesting practice. Well, it is going to be an interesting practice. Yeah, I am I'm questioning whether you're going to be able to let go of it though. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. When we test it out. Yeah. Um anyway, yeah. 61% oh, wow. of people okay. said no never. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Um and 39% of people said they love it. I was really surprised. I mm. thought our listeners mm. and the people that follow us on Instagram would be much more into journaling.
2: But I think those that do it really love it and they really get a lot out of it. Yeah. It's a big practice really, for them. I can really, see that. So can I, because I did it myself for many, many years and I totally understand Is it. yours
1: Was yours journaling though? I think that was more of a Dear diary situation. Well, it was. Isn't, is that the same? I don't I think don't that's know. the same. I don't know. But I don't think I'm going to morph over into... Probably should have got a journaling expert on the show to answer that question. We probably should. Oh, well. But hey-ho. We've done it now. We've done it now. <clears throat> dear, oh, we, why don't you ask, answer us on an email? Because mm. I would really like to hear from the listeners if they think it's the same. Mm. Is the Dear Diary stuff that we did when we were younger the same as journaling? And if there is a fine line, which I'm guessing there is, what what is the fine line? Mm. I would like that. I would just like a bit of clarity around that. Okay. So that's our week of journaling in full. Uh, thank you for being in touch and being part of the polls and all of that. Uh, any messages, like I just said, hello at the selfcareclub.co.uk and come find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod because that's where all the fun happens, isn't it, Laurie? It is. Any emails? Yes.
2: Had a lovely email in from Melanie. Melanie says, ladies, playing a serious catch up on the podcast. Just listen to decluttering. Love a bit of decluttering. Oh, I love you, Melanie. (laughs) I was a little bit disturbed by the laundry cupboard tidying all single sheets together, etc. I wanted to share my bed linen tidy hack if you're interested. Always interested, Melanie. I put all the set inside the pillowcase so it's all together. What do you think about that?
1: I think that is genius.
2: Well, I've seen this being done. So you fold your fitted sheet, you fold your duvet, and you put the whole lot, pop it inside the pillowcase. So all you have to do is take out one thing when you're changing the beds. But my question to that is, what about when you've got super king? Because I think putting a super king size sheet and a super king size duvet in one pillowcase is going to be a bit of a struggle. But I think for single beds, maybe even double, quite a genius hack, and I'm loving it, Melanie.
1: That's the answer (laughs) Feelings and thoughts (laughs) There's so much in there That I have to respond to Oh um, Firstly I love How you Really pointed out Exactly what Melanie was saying As if she wasn't clear enough (laughs) She was (laughs) And then you sort of Very kindly took us through Yeah How to put everything Into one pillowcase Just in case you're wondering Yeah just in case Which I don't think anyone was So that was lovely (laughs) And then the second thing was Um, You could still put it all together Mm. as a set. It doesn't have to go. I don't think it's a hard and fast rule that has to go inside Mm. the pillowcase. I think it is. I think
2: that's the thing. Because then you just take out the pillowcase and everything's in it like a beautiful pouch. Melanie, we need clarification. (laughs) (laughs) Melanie, do you have a super king size bed? And if so, can you do this hack with that? Can I just tell you, I've actually upgraded my decluttering by one step Mm -hmm. further. Go on. Okay. Saw this thing online. Which is a can organizer. So my tinned, my goods, my tinned goods are just sort of in a, a sort of a wide deep cupboard, but stacked. That was bothering me. So I have bought this shelving rack where they lie on their side. It's a three-rack thing and they lie on their side and they just take one and then the next one rolls out. Oh, I love it. Oh, oh I love it's it. It's giving me joy. I I love it. Okay. But you have to make sure your cupboard is the right height. Mm. What I had to end up doing was building the thing inside the cupboard because there was a little lip on it and I couldn't get it in. And, you know,
1: I can't believe I missed this vital piece of information. I really That's... didn't think it would be something that you would be into.
2: <laughs> I thought you would
1: mock me. You were right. It would no, was actually... give you
2: ammunition
1: <laughs> to mock me. Isn't that the point of our entire <laughs> like relationship? I'm going to share that with you. <laughs> you just did. Okay. Though. I might buy you one for Christmas if you're really I don't. It. You don't want I, d- I don't think my cupboards will be right. I can come and inspect. (laughs) So I went over to Lauren's yesterday because we had some work to do. And I was sat in her lounge and I noticed on her bookshelves that they are all colour coded. Mm -hmm.
2: We discussed this already on the decluttering show.
1: I know. Yeah. I thought that was
2: just for your cookbooks. No, both sets. Kitchen cookbooks Mm -hmm. are colour coded and living room books also colour coded.
1: Mm -hmm. What if you forget what colour the book is? Well, what happens then? I would you just scan I rarely
2: do. I rarely do. I just kind of know. That's the sort of info that sticks in my head. Really? Yeah, weirdly.
1: Anyway, you very kindly offered to colour code my bookshelf. It would give me joy. Well, I'd like you to do that, please. Great. Yes? Yes! Before next week. Bring it! We're going to take a short break and we will see you back here for our wellness flash.
0: at sax.com Wellness News Flash.
1: Okay, so I've got a news flash. Yeah. It is about Gwyneth again. Oh. But I couldn't resist. Okay, go and on. And then I promise next week we won't do anything about Gwyneth. Oh, no,
2: I'm not promising that. She could do anything crazy she, in the next seven days. She,
1: yeah. It could be anything. Okay, you're She right. could eat bread again. Imagine. <laughs> or quinoa. And then press it into whiskey. She's done that. She's you know, I was, that. That. Mm. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that. And I probably should have asked my husband, because he does have some big whiskey clients. Yeah. And he's been to the distilleries. Yeah. How do you get whiskey out of quinoa? Well, because it's a grain, isn't it? How does it turn into whiskey? Well, how does wh- anything turn into
2: whiskey? Whiskey I don't is know. made from grain. So that that that's not a weird thing to me. It's just hilarious that she would choose a quinoa whiskey. Anyway, what's your wellness news us? There's a
1: man suing Gwyneth. Is Gwyneth personally, or she's, Goop? she's he's suing the brand Goop, yeah. because of an exploding vagina candle. Oh dear. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop brand has always been a hot button for discussion. As well as a magnet for snark. But now, thanks to a lawsuit filed by a man in Texas, Paltrow's personal wellness company is the subject of a legal challenge. And just as you'd imagine, it's all thanks to the rather interesting exploding vagina candles that the Avengers Endgame star has been selling on the market. Per details that were obtained by E! News, damages amounting to $5 million are being sought after on behalf of all who purchased the candle. What? The class action lawsuit has originated from Texas resident Colby Watson who claims that the this smells like my vagina candle is prone to catastrophic failure. (gasps) I mean, (laughs) how can a candle be prone to catastrophic failure? Maybe it just didn't smell like her vagina. Maybe
2: he really shouldn't be smelling it. Why is he buying it? I don't know. Who is buying this
1: candle? I don't know. That failure. Gynecologist's office? In reception? That is so grim. That is so... Could you imagine walking into a gynecologist's office Mm. and it's stinking like vaginas? (laughs) I know that's... I shouldn't have said stinking. No, you shouldn't because they don't stink. Okay. Let's let's picture the scene. Because I have recently been in my gynecologist's office. Yes. And it smelt, I don't notice the smell, but it was pretty clinical, pretty clean and pretty non-offensive. I'm not suggesting the vagina smell offensive, just saying, I don't think I need to smell one when I'm walking to a doctor's office.
2: I think you and I really need to smell this candle.
1: I know. Like, we really need to. I know, but they're not going to give it to us and I'm not Not buying it. Not now, they're not. (laughs) And I'm not buying it. You're not spending £75 on a candle. That smells of her vagina. Mm. Hey, no. what, what happened to this this poor fellow? I'm just saying we didn't. You didn't comment. Would you like to smell vagina as you walk into the doctor's office?
2: Probably not. But I would truly appreciate the irony of the fact they were burning it in reception, and it would make me laugh.
1: A lot. It's not shaped like a vagina, though,
2: is it? No, it's just a normal candle.
1: The failure being the fact that after burning said candle for three hours or less, Watson reportedly discovered that it had exploded. <gasps> Naturally, representatives for Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop have responded with a statement that asserts their candle is a safe and properly tested product. That statement also labeled Colby Watson's legal action as frivolous and nothing more than an attempt to use a press-heavy product to make some money. With damages, attorney fees and a potential jury trial in the works, this could be yet another big story surrounding a product from the group brand that's been alleged to function not quite as advertised. Who could forget the time where Goop's Jade Vaginal Eggs, were the focus of a lawsuit that claimed Gwyneth Paltrow's wellness brand, was being dishonest about what they could or couldn't do? I mean, what do they expect Jade Vaginal Eggs well, to they do? Actually, they actually were
2: damaging and actually caused problems. What problems? Like cystitis? Prolapse and things like that. <gasps> so, and they claimed they had a lot of claims, beneficial claims that didn't come to pass. But sorry, I do, this is nonsense because any candle, if burnt for too long or used in the wrong way or put on the wrong surface, could explode and cause a fire. Explode. Though. My stepmother, my stepmother had an au pair who burnt her entire three story house down to the ground with a candle accidentally left burning. They are, they're, they're dangerous. And I don't think this has anything to do with Gwyneth, Goop. All vaginas. I think it's exactly... <laughs> All vaginas. This is exactly what it says. It's like, oh, it's Gwyneth, it's Goop, it's a big thing, I'm going to sue, and there's
1: loads of cash in this. I think they're right. that it Because it's a press-heavy yeah, product, yeah. that it just would make no, a good headline. Candles hairline. are
2: dangerous, use them responsibly. I, I have another
1: question. Yeah, I want to know, like if you buy a lavender candle, yeah. you know where that scent is coming from. Yep. It's pretty much from yeah. fresh lavender. Yeah. Well, or synthetic, I don't know. Either way. Yeah. But I've got like a lavender pillow spray. Yeah. I assume it's been made with lavender. It may have some essential
2: lavender oil in it. Yeah. But you can kind of guess where it's coming from. Where's this scent coming from? Where is this scent coming from? Well, it would be manufactured. There's no one like giving bits of their... I don't know. I'd say it's manufactured. Come on, doula lady. Where is this coming from? I think it's just lab manufactured in a lab.
1: Can you imagine working on that project?
2: I'd kind of love to work on that project. Sort of. No, it's a bit salty. Well, I mean, I feel I'd be quite well placed to work on that project. Oh,
1: God. You would be. I would be. Yeah. Fun fact. Mm -hmm. Nothing Mm -hmm. to do with vaginas. Yeah. But it is to do with scents. (laughs) Yeah. Elnett. Yes. The hairspray. Yeah. Which used to remind everybody of their grandmother. At some point. It was a very nostalgic smell. Yeah. A few years ago, they changed the smell of Elnett and people went into Uproar no. about it because it reminded people of their childhoods, yeah, and they changed it back. Oh,
2: I used it on Saturday night, and I always I spray it everywhere I love that smell.
1: Yeah. It's toxic but good. Reminds me of my grandmother's wigs.
2: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Grandma, my grandma always smelled of Chanel and Elmet. Nice. Yeah, it was a great combo. That's how all my grandmother should smell. <laughs> basically, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Just a reminder that the Self-Care Book Club is back. Yay, and we've missed it. We have. And this month, we are reading Burnout, the exhausted person's six-step guide to thriving in a fast-paced world by Selena Barker, who you may remember Came on
1: our Sisterhood show. Oh, she was a while back. so fantastic. Yeah. And she um, helped us with the Sisterhood Circle, didn't yes, she? Yes, she did.
2: Yeah. So this is her book, and we're going to be
1: reading it this month. If you want to
2: read along with us, please do. And then we'll be bringing you a bonus episode with our thoughts on the book and an author special yes. with Selena. Can't wait to have her back. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yes.
1: What have you been doing for your self care this week, Lauren?
2: Well, I went out, 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 mm. out, 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 <laughs> out. I got dressed, properly dressed. I didn't wear tracksuit bottoms. I, I did my hair. I drank alcohol for the first time in twenty nine days. How was it? Bloody
1: glorious. Was it? Yeah.
2: What did oh, you have? the first
1: you... sip. What did you break the fast with? I
2: broke the fast with a house cooler, which was tequila lime mint tequila oh god it was could you have started any harder (laughs) bliss and then i moved on to two very nice glasses of malbec um absolutely wonderful and um unlike gwyneth i did not consider this a case of going off the rails or hitting a new low i also ate bread that night (laughs) no guilt good
1: Um, it was so your self-care this week was bread and alcohol. And a night out with my sister-in-law. Oh, that's divine. It was divine. No men? No. Oh, Just the two of us. Bliss. Cackling
2: like witches oh, in the I corner. Oh, it. Yeah. And then also slightly laughing because it was quite dark in the restaurant. Then we went into the bar area where it was even darker and we were like, for God's sake, it's dark in here. And we were like, oh God, we're really old. Did you have to get your
1: torch out on your phone?
2: Well, no, because we weren't ordering anything at this point, but it was really dark. Right.
1: You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What have you been doing? <laughs> um, I got my hair cut. I know you did. And a I. Big cut. I did. I, yes, it was a big cut. It's taken me a week to get used to it. I love it. Yeah, no, I'm really liking it now. Um, and as I walked in, my husband said, I said, what do you think? And he said, well, you know how I feel about your hair. Well, actually, I don't. <laughs> so could you fill me in? He said, I like your hair long. Mm. And I said, not in an entire year that my hair was long, did you ever turn around to me and say oh your hair looks nice I really like it long
2: I also quizzed him about this while you were upstairs one day I said what do you think of Nicole's hair I love it and he went mm. I said yeah. what do you mean mm, she looks great and he said I like it long and I said all men like long hair yeah and he said why do you think that is and I said I think because it's like the most Girly. atypical feminine thing one can do and also because if you're a bloke with short hair it's different to you which is like the same reason why we like some women like beards and hairy chests because it's so different to
1: us. I love a beard and a hairy love, chest. Oh, me too. Absolute sucker for both. I bet Patrick Dempsey doesn't have a hairy chest. He does. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this how? Because how many films and TV shows have he been topless in? All of them. I know. I'm just not checking it out. Yeah, I am and it's hairy. Okay. Good few. (laughs) That's a relief. It is, yeah. Um, And I also got my hair colour done. Yeah. I have not had my hair colour done by somebody else for about seven years. Yeah, you can just do it yourself. Yeah, do it myself. Anyway, it was just gorgeous and i loved it and i'm so happy with it good for you that's what i've been doing for my self-care well it's looking great i don't care what your husband says I, i'm loving your hair there is something else yeah i would like to mention that Come i feel on. really proud of myself about yeah we don't have a specific section for what we're proud of this no week. we so don't I'm, so i'm no. sticking it here okay um we've got um a big celebration coming up next weekend so mm-hmm. we've got a lot of parties happening mm-hmm. and a lot of sort of different sets of 30 coming to the house yeah all weekend Normally, Mm -hmm. I would probably, and I think most women would, when they've got like a few new outfits to Mm. wear, they would sort of start reining it in food-wise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd want to drop a few pounds. Anyway, one of my best, best friends turned around to me and said, I want to tell you something. And I said, okay. And she said, you're going to take this as an insult. I really do mean it as a massive compliment. And just to tell you that I'm proud of you. And I was like, well, come on, spit it out. Mm. What is it? Mm. And she said, normally you know women are going on like starvation mode at this point and they're trying to drop half a stone in in three weeks and she said but you haven't done any of that you haven't discussed your weight at all you've just you look gorgeous and healthy and I'm so pleased that you haven't got caught up in that and I said to her you know what I really haven't and then I thought to myself well maybe I should but actually I'm so proud of myself that even something as triggering as a big event Mm -hmm. doesn't push me into that diet culture space anymore. Well, it shows you how far you've come. I know. I'm really proud of myself. So you should be proud. Thank you. Very proud. There you go. Good. Thank you for bringing that here. Podcast recommendations. Yes. You got some?
2: Um, No. I'm listening to the same ones that I always listen to. I haven't listened to any new ones.
1: I have listened to a couple which I've really loved. Yeah. I listened to Off Menu with Martin Freeman. Did you enjoy that episode? I loved it. But that's the first off-menu episode I've listened to. Okay. I was already
2: getting upset because I had seen that you had been listening to that. And I was waiting for you to say, I know it's your favourite podcast of all time. And I listened to the episode with Martin Freeman and I just don't like it. Because i that's my favourite podcast of all time. I, know. I <laughs> listened to the one last week with Bimini Bomboulash, which was amazing. And then I listened to the Martin Freeman one. And it is one of the first ones where I was like, yawn. I was not enjoying it. I loved him. I found him so nosegazing and actory. That it irritated what is nose me? me. Like just so inward looking and it was so it felt very indulgent. And I know he's an actor and they're all like that. And I know that because I used to work with actors.
1: What do you mean, indulgent? They're sitting there, they're asking him <sighs> questions, they're sort of interviewing him, but not he really It wasn't very funny. He
2: wasn't very funny.
1: He was a bit too intense. I found him really interesting. Did you? I found like I got to know him a little. Are bit Are you a better. big fan
2: of Martin? Not massively. Oh, okay. I've never really
1: thought about. I mean, I've watched many things with him in, yeah. but I've never really. He doesn't definitely doesn't play a part in my mind. Yeah. After I've watched him. Yeah. Um, he's in a lot of American roles recently, which I always find strange. I just get an American because yeah. I can't get his accents are good. Yes, and he's a very good actor. Yes, I just can't get on board with the American stuff.
2: I just found him a little bit. Um. It's a bit serious for such a light-hearted podcast. I know they were doing a sort of proper interview at the beginning, but there just wasn't much. Are they not normally then? No, they <laughs> never do. It's just all a bit of nonsense and then straight into the food.
1: And this was like a long interview. By the way, it. the food bit is such nonsense. Food bits are the only best bit. Yeah, but it's nonsense. The whole thing is nonsense. Yeah. It's just light-hearted yeah. fun. Yes. but
2: he it, For me... I think the thing is between you and I is that you prefer a sort of more heavyweight, proper discussion, a podcast you can get your mind and teeth yes, into. Yes. And I really just want to be made to laugh, basically, right. and be taken away. Okay. So maybe yeah, we come at this from very different angles. So that is very interesting. Yeah, isn't it? Well, I'll listen to another one. I find the funny like the funnier I do ones like are my
1: favourite one. I do like podcasts that just make me laugh as yeah. well. And I've needed that more in the last year than I ever have. Yeah. Um, Oh, the other one I listened to yesterday, which was just a whole hour of sheer joy and bliss. Mm. I know you're going to turn your nose up. Go on. How I Built This, Guy Raz. You ever heard of How I Built This? No. One of the best podcasts around. He's okay. the most, he's enormous in the podcast yep. world. Guy Raz. It's American, mm-hmm. um, and he talks to entrepreneurs and how they built their businesses. Right, and there'll be businesses on there that you will have been around every single day. So okay. some of the and it's their rise to to power and fame and how they got success. The it is. Yeah. It is so fascinating because it's pretty much usually a rags to riches story. Oh, I would love that. And it's incredibly inspiring. Mm. And Guy Raz is an incredible interviewer. Okay. So I highly recommend it anyway. Yeah. He interviewed Jay Shetty. Yeah. And it was all about Jay Shetty's life. Yeah. um, And how he started out and he was at school, went to university, how he became a monk, how he came out of that and how he's now obviously a big content creator and a big podcaster and an author. And it was... Just a wonderful story. Totally escaped. Uh, I just I'm s- mm. love Jay Shetty now. Okay, Excellent. I liked Jay Shetty before, but now I have a much deeper understanding of who he is. But I still hold fast to the theory that if he did not have the Paul Hollywood
2: piercing blue eyes and a very good looking face and he wasn't an ex-monk, he would just be an ex-monk.
1: Listen to the story. Okay. Because there are points where he talks about how he really pushed his way in. It didn't just happen. It's not that
2: hard when you look like Jay Shetty, though. He's a very good looking (laughs) ex-monk.
1: He is a very good looking ex-monk. Have you seen his wife? I have. She's also. She's a very good looking wife of an (laughs) (laughs) ex-monk. And she looks like she does a lot of yoga.
2: Yeah. And she looks like she's a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, he worked really, really hard to get where he's got, is the point. It It wasn't just handed to him on a plate. He was really forthright about it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Have a listen.
2: I'm going to give you a TV recommendation. Okay, go on. It's a bit like off kilter for a middle-aged Jewish woman. But I've been watching a show called We Are Lady Parts. Now, I know what you're thinking. Obviously, I was drawn to it because you is think it's going to be about vaginas. Non-vagina based well, in your life. It's not anything to do with it lady parts. It is that you are straight. Excuse me. It's about an all-girl Muslim punk band. And that's the name of the band, Lady Parts. It's nothing to do with vaginas. Look uh, how proud you are of I yourself. know, I really am. Um, it is a cracking show. Okay. It's not probably meant for my demographic, but I cannot tell you how funny the writing was, sort of the insight it gives you into modern day Muslim women. They are not caricatures. They are real people with real stories. It is hilarious and brilliant and the songs are great and the music in it's great. Channel? Channel 4 great I binge watched the whole thing oh did you Yeah, I, I don't understand why you get time to watch all I just of this pack season. it in late
1: it was a great show I really <laughs> recommend it we are lady parts channel 4 I also watched the Davina documentary about the menopause yes it's an important watch okay for every woman because every woman is going to go through menopause And she gives some very important statistics and facts about HRT um, and about the broken system Mm -hmm. and how it comes to dealing with the menopause Mm -hmm. um, and how you basically just the things to watch out for when you're going through it. And the size to watch out for so that you can get the help that you needed, because most women at some point of perimenopause, when they go to the doctor because they're not feeling right or Mm -hmm. they're feeling foggy and their brain isn't functioning Mm -hmm. as normally as Mm -hmm. it would uh, premenopause they're often offered antidepressants, Mm -hmm. which don't help. They don't help the symptoms. So a lot of women then walk around thinking they're depressed and they're changing all the meds and it gets very, very messy. Mm. So it's an important watch.
2: Okay, thank you for
1: that. What's coming up on next week's show, Lauren?
2: Next week, here it comes. We are trying out exercise. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, you've been doing it for a month. A whole month. Yes. And next week, we've... we've highlighted to it bits here and there haven't we next week we are going to be giving you the complete rundown of how Lauren got on with her exercise and we've actually got three shows coming out Mm -hmm. because there was so much to talk about with it there was yes a huge amount so uh, tune in for that that will be coming out on Tuesday we're looking forward to bringing that to you thank you for listening today any um, anything you want to tell us please email us hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk come find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod and go write us one of those glorious reviews because we love those have a good week stay well and invest in your self care bye bye this was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network